Hello, I'm Annabelle Sacker, and this is Really Wellness, a podcast dedicated to giving you better free access to information, education, insight, and guidance on healthcare from some of the best and the brightest in the health and well-being industry. Hello and welcome to another episode all about pleasure on the Radio Wellness podcast. This week we're going beyond the the kind of basic physical and mental health aspects of pleasure, in particular self-pleasure, and looking into exactly how pleasure can affect your well-being and your success as well as your wealth outside of the bedroom. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce our special guest today, Juliet Lippmann, spirituality, pleasure and business coach, who has discovered how we can use our pleasure to create success. So Juliet, I don't know if you want to give us a little insight into who you are and kind of what you do and and where you're going next. First of all, Annabelle, thank you so much for having me on your platform. I'm so happy we connected and I love everything you're doing. So (laughs) really great to be here. Um, Yeah, so previously I started um, a sex toy recommendation platform out of Yale Business School because I wanted all women, and I still want all women, to experience their bodies and to rely on themselves and to really lead with that sense of empowerment in the bedroom, but also outside of the bedroom. Um, so I was really passionate about that. I, I enjoyed building that company. And then I, in business school, I started doing more marketing. And then when I left business school, since then I've been working with female entrepreneurs who are building their businesses. And oftentimes I find when I'm working with these female entrepreneurs, that um, we a lot of a lot of them, and I include myself in there, we have limiting beliefs. And so um, what I was doing more and more is that I was helping them with their branding and their marketing, and also weaving in coaching, spiritual coaching, and also sexual health and wellness coaching, um, which really led me to get my sex love and relationship coaching degree, which I'm currently in with Layla Martin, who is an amazing sex coach guru. Um, And that's been an incredible journey. And so now what I'm doing is I'm bridging all three of those aspects in this triangle. So career, sexuality, and spirituality. And I believe that all three are really cornerstones to having women live their best lives and getting everything they want. Um, So yeah, so I started to do that. And now I'm I'm doing one-on-ones, workshops, and um, loving this journey so far. So is that sense that of, of the connection between that sexual empowerment and, and success, what drew you to focus on this kind of journey of, of sensuality, sexuality, and well-being? Good question. Um, yeah, when I was 19, my friend gave me my first vibrator, and it literally blew my mind away um, that I could experience this pleasure for myself. And it wasn't the stereotypical a depiction of sex that I had seen before, which was very performative and where the woman moans on cue. And um, I thought it was just this very like animal primal experience. Um, And what stuck with me the most since I tried that was that I wasn't dependent on others and I could really voice, I could better voice what I wanted in the bedroom. Um, And that I could also bring this aliveness outside of the bedroom into, you know, 
my relationships with friends, family, even non-romantic partners uh, at work. And um, I really believe that unlocking my autonomy and my personal sense of power in the bedroom allowed me to unlock it everywhere else in life. And I feel like a lot of women could, could definitely relate with that, yeah. Definitely. And, and I think quite a few people are awake to it, but quite a few people or some kind of know about it, but aren't quite sure. And then quite a lot of people don't see that connection yet. And I think kind of for all of those people, it'd be really interesting to kind of hear your perspective on what you think that link is between female empowerment and sex and why it's so strong and so important to embrace. That's, that's a really, really good point. I think women can lack a sense of a sense of deserving of something and a sense of worthiness. A lot of us are challenged in that. And that's because a lot of us have a lot of guilt and shame wrapped around our own sensuality based on how we were raised. Um, maybe it was a cultural phenomenon that prevented us from you know, freely exploring ourselves. Maybe it was our parents, maybe it was religion. Um, and what I find so beautiful about female empowerment and sexual empowerment is that it really allows us to take up space and to claim what's rightfully ours, which is our pleasure and our happiness, essentially. And when you can claim that for yourself, I find that so empowering and so nourishing and really breaks away thousands of years of oppression for women. Um, and I think it's so powerful when women today in the 21st century take up space and they're like, I know what I like. I know how to make myself happy. Um, my God, they have a different quality to them that's just, yeah, it really blows my mind away. I feel like those women can be quite magnetic. Absolutely. I think it's something really special. And I, I think when you can recognize that sense of power within yourself and, and kind of embody that being awakeness, being alive in your everyday life, it can really, really drive you not just to a place of success, but real happiness. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm quite interested, you know, obviously, like all of us, you started on this journey from a place where you hadn't experienced that before and now you're in a place where you're much more awake and alive have you seen kind of as you grow more benefits over time yeah for, for sure for sure the more you you take the road the more the road molds and bends to your your wheels let's say um and definitely the i think like the gateway drug to sexual empowerment to really to self-pleasure and orgasming are vibrators and and this is an amazing experience for women because it's through your clitoris you have a quick orgasm um, and it could be really amazing and nourishing and the more and more you take this road to understanding what your body likes the more you can use softer tools like um, gemstones and those wands and that's like a softer approach a more tantric ap approach to building pleasure and so i feel like over time you get to know yourself more and more. You get to know more and more what's out there. And you learn what your body likes. Does it like that intensity? Does it like softness? Does it like it at different moments? Um, and how does that impact your life outside of the bedroom and outside of self-pleasure? Um, do you feel more and more confident because you know more and more what you like? And I've noticed that for myself. Um, being able to voice what I like with a partner lets me voice what I like outside of the bedroom and in life at work. Um, 
so yeah, it definitely the world opens up for you for sure. I think that's so true. And I, I think, you know, at the moment, that's kind of an evolutionary process for most women, right? Like, you know, speaking to friends with my, in, in relation to myself, being able to kind of have that confidence, not, not just to explore what I like, but to voice what I like is something that's really come over time and through having either multiple sexual partners or different types of sexual experiences with myself and others. Um, but at one stage it, it was a struggle for me like most people to kind of voice that to, to really say what i wanted what i liked not just kind of in the bedroom but outside of that why do you think it is that we really really struggle so much because i mean even considering we live in quite a uh or we are privileged to live in quite a liberal society where women are encouraged to voice things this seems to be one area where women still feel so so uncomfortable so what do you think the kind of the reasoning behind that is? I think that's a really good point. And even the women that are sexually empowered, they still struggle with it every day because it's, it's a journey, right? Um, I think a big part of it is that we, as women, we can shut off parts of our sexuality because of what I was saying before about guilt and shame, yeah. um, perhaps trauma from the past. Um, and so we shut off a part of our aliveness of really who we are. And I feel like we fall behind in a sense. So in the bedroom, that could translate into your partner routinely dismissing your pleasure. And then your pleasure becomes less of a priority because first you haven't, um, perhaps you haven't taken the journey of understanding what you like. And so you haven't um, initiated your man into um, understanding your body because our bodies are different and they're not most men or women, um, you know, are not always taught what the other gender, um, likes and what's nourishing for them. And also I think that that relates to, um, outside of the bedroom as well. Like if you don't stand for what you want in the bedroom with your intimate partner, with your own body, how are you going to negotiate your salary at work, um, you know? So I really feel like standing for what you want, standing for your happiness, for your own good, really relates to other aspects in life. So if you routinely dismiss what you want at home, how are you going to do that at work? So, you know, there's like the gender pay gap, that's, um, that's a big problem now. And so a lot of those things can be related. Uh, and I really believe that the more and more and more we hold space for our own sensual expression, um, the more it will spill over into different aspects um, in life. What, what we've been speaking about is mainly around kind of how having that sense of, of space and kind of understanding of oneself can translate into kind of everyday life in a broader sense. But do you think specifically like having your, a sense of yourself as a sexual being and projecting that kind of in every aspect of your life, um, obviously where appropriate and in the right way, um, can, can actually be a useful tool for success? Yes, because there's a part of ourselves, our primal selves, how we were born. We are sensual beings. That's why we're here on this earth today, right? We all have this capacity, this fire, this, uh, this animalistic sense of us. And over time, it can become dampened or oppressed. 
Um, and that sense of aliveness, if dampened, that means that we're not being our full selves, our entire selves. And I think that um, when you have lost pieces of yourself, especially lost pieces of your sensuality, um, you won't be experiencing all aspects and layers of you. And so that will come across, yes, in, in different aspects of your life. Um, I know some people think like, oh, sexuality, you know, that stays in the bedroom. That's, you know, that's different from my work life. Um, but what I'm coming to really understand is that that feeling of aliveness is you. And so if you can channel that in the bedroom, outside, if you can channel that and use that, I don't know, even when you buy groceries, like, you're feeling yourself, your, your hips are loose. You're cause that's where we hold our sensuality and our base and our sensual organs and our second chakra. And so if that's loose and that's free, then your body is free. Cause then your energy is able to flow easier. And, um, yeah. And you can sense that in the quality of person when they're really like, they're really in their body, they're really in control. And yeah, I think that aliveness is, um, intoxicating. Absolutely. And, and I think it's something you can, really sense from people when you meet them you know some people even if it's not strictly on a sexual level have that sense of being awake and alive and hold this real beauty that they project onto the world um i think if they can be open and free like that i wanted to ask you because you know obviously this sense of, of freedom and, and aliveness uh is or feels in my head much easier to embody when kind of the world is free and you have the space to move um, and the space to kind of interact and, and do the things that you want to do. And obviously at the moment, we're currently in a situation where we can't do that. It's very difficult to kind of create connections and, you know, express yourself in so many different ways. Do you think that people are finding it more difficult at the moment to focus on their sexual health and the mental well-being that comes with that around the current lockdown? Yeah, I think that's a very good question. Um, and I've noticed, I actually did a poll on my own uh, platform, on my own Instagram, asking people in relationships, were they having more sex or less, less sex right now? And I think out of, um, out of about 450 participants, about 60% said they were having less sex and 40% saying they, ha they were having about the same or more sex. Um, and I feel like in, yeah, in this pandemic, there's a lot of fear going around um, and people are not in their same routines or especially if you're in a couple, maybe you had these outside distractions that were you know, keeping your relationship afloat. And when you come together, you're like, well, what are we doing here? Or on the other side, it really brought you together because it made you stronger. You bonded over this crisis and you overcame the fear together, um, which increased your sensual relationship. Um, so I think in a couple, um, getting into your sensuality is, depends on which, which way you, you were leaning during this crisis and how you were handling it together. I think um, from a single perspective, this, this moment can be quite hard for a lot of people. Um, I've spoken with some clients who um, have a fear of being alone or have a fear of even masturbating by themselves because they always relied on other people to fill them up instead of learning how to fill themselves up. And so, um, and there's a lot of fear and shame wrapped around their 
them partaking in masturbation. And now we're not allowed to touch. So you, you, and the only thing you can touch is yourself. So um, I think right now, educating men and women on masturbation and loving themselves and exploring and expressing themselves um, first with themselves and then later on with other people as, as it opens up. I think that's, this is a, a beautiful opportunity to turn within um, without all the outside distractions. And um, if you're unable to turn within and you have blocks around that, um, there are so many amazing workshops and resources and women to guide you um, along this journey. I'd love to know more kind of about what what support and resources do you recommend that people turn to? Um, where can people find the tools to really awaken themselves um, and find that sense of being alive? Mm, that's beautiful. Um, I can talk about my own discovery and my own awakening, my own journey. Um, as I told you, my first sex toy I got when I was 19. Uh, and then... Um, I was buying different sex toys, but not really knowing exactly how to use them. And then I started listening to podcasts. I was listening to women in the field who were you know, expressing themselves and express, telling their journey of sexual awakening. And I was so um, inspired by that. There's a podcast called Rewilding. We were just talking about that, um, which is wonderful. And also another favorite podcast is The Authentic Sex with Juliet Allen. Um, and she's a sexologist from Australia who talks about a variety of topics and she's very empowered. Um, so there are those resources. There are also online resources like um, Layla Martin. She has amazing sex, um, sex coaching courses and also um, female orgasm courses. Um, I myself, I offer female orgasm courses and the combination of the woman who wants it all, the pleasure mixed with um, spirituality mixed with career uh, and also your your platform yeah I think it's there's so many communities coming up that um, support women's expression of their sensuality and their fire um, and I definitely think there's a movement happening right now I'm I'm seeing it everywhere absolutely and I, I think it's so heartwarming um to have that sense of community i think particularly on kind of social media at the moment there are a lot of incredible women doing beautiful things in this space and it makes you feel like you have a community like no other um, and that we're in this together as women supporting each other and i think that's really 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 beautiful um i totally agree i have to say i never before this pandemic i wasn't I didn't really understand the idea of an online community. I was like, okay, I have my tribe of women in person, but online. And now at this pandemic, I'm connecting with all sorts of women from all over the world. I mean, I'm in Amsterdam, you're in London, um, and there's been so many more connections. And yeah, this is really a time where you can find your tribe even easier than if you're looking in person because you just type in keywords. I just wanted to thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> it's been so beautiful to speak to you. Um, yeah. And I think it's quite, it's so nice, you know, despite everything we've been saying about kind of online community to speak to someone face to face about this as well. Um, and kind of who you are as a person and, and the way that you speak about it, I think is so important to, to, distributing that message and and giving people a sense of of kind of what 
the benefits of having that sexual empowerment and that awakening can have for them. I'm so happy to share, share the messages that, um, that have just come through me. And um, yeah, thanks for creating this space for, for everyone to learn about all things health related. Thank you so much for joining me on the Renew Wellness podcast this week. I hope this episode has inspired you to explore your own pleasure and discover ways that you can bring that sense of awakeness and aliveness into the rest of your life. If you would like to find out more about Juliet's work um, or get some advice on how to awaken that inner fire, um, you can visit her on Instagram at Juliet underscore Lippman. Lippman is L-I-P-P-M-A-N. She has some incredible content on there um, that I think if this is an area you're interested in is well worth checking out. Um, She also does some amazing courses and one-to-ones for those who are interested. Next week, we're going to be tackling a very, very different topic, but one that is extremely personal to me and I know has affected uh, many other women and men and and still does. Um, And that is uh, eating disorders um, and and a healthy relationship to food and and how we can evolve this further. Um, And we'll be joined by Francesca Annenberg, also known as Francesca Eats Roses, who is uh, an incredible vegan chef um, and eating disorder advocate and someone who has been a huge influence on my life um, in helping me to find a healthier relationship with food. I look forward to connecting with you then. Have a gorgeous, gorgeous week.